Okay, everybody. Hey, how's it going? So just real quick, this is going to be a short one. Just something I ran across actually and thought of, I've, I've thought of, um, <clears throat> been thinking about this for quite a while now. And it's been, if you haven't noticed lately from the pulpit and uh, things that we're putting out and all sorts of stuff, um, there's been a, a renewed kind of push to ensure that that we all understand, that our people here understand that the Word of God is the Word of God, that that's the plumb line, right? We talk about this all the time. I talk about it from the pulpit fairly regularly, um, that this is this is it. Uh, the the philosophies of man, logic of man, all of the all of the smart things that that uh, we can utilize to um, to help ourselves grow, to grow in wisdom, all the things. Uh, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, there's a reason that we check it with the Word of God, right? This, this, this is it. This is the whole thing right here. This is it. If, if, um, if you go to anything else more for wisdom, if you, if you give more weight to anything else, you're missing out, and you've got a wrong understanding of the uh, scriptures. So um, I, I, I thought about this uh, really because uh, some of the characteristics of the word that we talk about on a regular basis from the pulpit, uh, Sunday school, things like that, is that the word is sufficient. Uh, it is inerrant. So it's sufficient, which means you don't need uh, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, uh, uh, even even books uh, to some degree. All, all the things, all the other things that give us information, they're not all bad, but they're all insufficient. Scripture is not. It's if you have one thing that you take with you to grow and learn in knowledge and grow in wisdom, all of these things, it, it must be the word of God. Okay, that's that's the the whole thing. It's it's inerrant. It's perfect. It's um, authoritative. So what the word says, that's just true. The word this the word of God is the only real objective truth on the planet. Period. Right. Everything else we we look at and we can see. Yes, the sun is bright. I get that. Right. Um, but but we we've really lost in our culture today, especially the secular culture, but even in the church world, we've lost a, a sense of the Word of God being the prime objective truth that everything else must be checked against, that everything else must be uh, thought of secondarily, so the, the Scriptures must, family, be the lenses through which we look at everything else in life. And I thought about this because I was reading today um, in Psalm 119, which if you know anything uh, about it, uh, Psalm 119 is the longest psalm in the scriptures. It's actually also the longest chapter in all of the scriptures. Um, and it, it is, um, it's all about the word of God. The whole thing is really about the word of God. Um, that's the focus of the whole deal. Well, um, it, it's broken up into sections. I won't get into all of that, but verses 97 to 104 made me think about this. Um, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read them real quick and maybe break it down really quickly. So um, so the psalmist says, "Oh, how I love your law! It is my meditation all the day." 
So here's here's a good beginning point that the the law of God the the scriptures as we hold them now this this is his meditation all the day this is what his mind is on this is what he's thinking about right um, it's my meditation all the day um, your commandments your commandment makes me um, your commandment makes me wiser than my enemies for it is ever with me. You have people that you struggle with. You have people that are against you, maybe at work or, uh, or, hey, maybe you're a parent and you've got kids that are against you sometimes. Like, um, uh, uh, it's easy for us as well as Christians. We're being attacked. Our theology is being attacked. Our scriptures are being attacked. Our people and our ideas and how we live life, how we declare that everyone must live life. This is all being attacked right now. So we got a line of enemies, right? You want to know how to defeat that, how to, how to be more wise, how to grow to be more intelligent, more knowledgeable knowledgeable in the ways of the world and, and uh, then, then your enemies. Here you go, right? Your commandment makes me wiser than my enemies for it is ever with me. What about your teachers? Okay. Um, I have more understanding than all my teachers for your testimonies are my meditation. So this, this is um, something to think about because there, there are several of you that I know and I myself, right? I subscribe sort of to certain YouTube channels. Um, I, I listen to certain preachers pretty regularly um, as I'm going throughout my week. Um, that, so there are certain things, certain teachers in my life that I, that I subscribe to. But this, this is uh, a, a, an excellent point for all of us to walk away with, for all of us to know and think about, because this, this is the teacher. This is it, right? So at the end of the day, um, no matter who I, so I'm a huge fan of Steve Lawson. He's, uh, as someone who's not dead, uh, he's my favorite preacher. Um, that's not dead already. So uh, Steve Lawson is a for instance, right? But but Steve Lawson is only good to listen to insofar as he agrees with the scriptures, insofar as what he teaches and preaches is in the scriptures. It, it lives and breathes the scriptures. That's the whole thing, right? So um, I have more understanding than all my teachers for your testimonies are my meditations. So if the people speaking into your life, and that includes books, family members, preachers and teachers, um, people uh, that you subscribe to on YouTube, that you pay attention to on Twitter, on whatever social media junk you have going on, um, friends and colleagues, uh, the people, anyone that has a voice in your life that does not... Um, uh, meditate on God's testimonies using these specific words, but but that does not get their understanding, that does not look through the lenses of Scripture uh, to get what they're teaching you. This is the better way to go. <laughs> um, it always is, right? Uh, to what degree your those who speak into your life are um, looking at the scriptures, are um, exegeting the scripture scriptures rather than eisegeting scripture and putting themselves in there and all that kind of stuff, right? The, the this is this is just true. It's a good principle for us to latch onto. I have more understanding than all my teachers. For your testimonies are my meditation. Okay, he goes on. I understand more than the aged, for I keep your precepts. 
So he's saying here, it's it's actually not about how old you are, how long you've lived, all of the experiences that you've had. That does help. But how many people have you met who are uh, older than you, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 years older than you that are still as mature as as my almost teenage son? Right. Like th- this happens all the time. Age and experiences in life by themselves do not make you wise. They do not give you understanding necessarily. It is only true if they're coupled with God and God's word and, and, and what God says about the experiences you've had and all of those sorts of things. So um, without the word of God, age means nothing. Right. Those gray hairs might be gray because of your sin uh, and not necessarily because you're incredibly wise. Right. Um, so uh, I, I understand more than the aged for I keep your precepts. I hold back my feet from every evil way in order to keep your word. Uh, I do not turn aside from your rules, for you have taught me. How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Though uh, through your precepts I get understanding, therefore I hate every false way. You want to learn to hate your sin, right? You, you want to learn to uh, how to really, truly live the Christian life without seven steps to a happy marriage or whatever, right? Like, if, you, if you want to learn that, this book, this is the only option. This is it. Everything else must be viewed through the lenses of this book. There, there are countless Bible studies even that make their way into the church that, are, um, that have things in them that make you go, eh, I don't know about that if you're in the Word, right? And, and if you're not in the Word, then it's, it's easy um, for, for you to be fooled. If you, if you don't check what a teacher is saying, if you don't look at it um, through the scriptures, through your own study, you're not going to catch false teaching. You're not going to be ready when the world comes and says this and this and this to you and says this is how it's supposed to be. And um, when, when we're beginning to deal with um, difficult um, cultural, emotional things, right, that people are dealing with, like... Um, well, I won't get into it, but but you, you know, right? We just have to look around culture, right? Um, this is this is how you learn to deal with life. Adequate study of the scriptures of the Word of God. There is nothing that is more powerful and necessary in the life of any human than to take seriously the words of the God who created everything, who has the greatest understanding of his creation, who has the greatest understanding of human life and the purpose of it, uh, how often we've looked for our purpose in life or what, what direction am I supposed to do? There are certainly times to think about that, but, but how often do we ask those questions and look for a good book on it rather than reading the scriptures? And, and, and looking for what does God have to say about this in my life? Because if that's not the first question, we're going to be led astray anyway. So my hope um, for you and I, for that matter, is that, that we always look to the scriptures, that, that we can reach a point in our relationship with God's word that we could say to God, through your precepts, I get understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way.